Hello and welcome back to the second tier betting, your specialist pod for punting on the championship. You're joining me, James Cantrell, aka Jimmy the Punt, and professional tipster. Yes, he's a real pro of a man, Matthew O'Regan. How are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, listener, he was up until two. He, sorry, he didn't wake up until two p.m. today. Two in the afternoon, that is. So, what have you got to say for yourself, Matthew? No, I was up at seven doing a run, doing research. This. I've been up all day, mate. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the ultimate pro. I've got a new little feature for you and for the listener for the intro, just to spice things up a little bit. Because all I've been doing for the for this bit of the show is just copying the same script every week, and I don't want to bore you, and I don't want to bore the listener. So it's a little quiz question. Just one every week for you. And, hey, the listener, you can play along at home if you want to. Nice bit of in- interaction, engaging and whatnot. You get it right and there's no for you, to be honest, apart from a warm sense of satisfaction. And if you get it wrong, I don't know, you'll be wallowing in self-loathing for hours. So it should be fun. So the question for this week to kick us off is, Matthew, who was... The anti post favourite to win the championship this season. Oh, I know it weren't Burnley. No, I'm saying, oh, I'm going to say, I, I want to say West Brom, but I think the Bookies might have Bruce. I'm saying West Brom. You going West Brom? Yeah. It was Dean Smith's Norwich. Oh, that, yeah, that should have been an easy one. Yeah, it was the Canaries. If if memory serves me correctly, I think there was nine to two to win the title. But don't hold me to that. I just remember them being at the top of the pile and thinking, "Oh, I'm not sure what they're doing there." I literally did an anti-post podcast, I think, on the championship. I should have just known West Brom weren't favourite. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's not really aged well um, at all. The Canaries now under the tutelage of. David Wagner, and it's not quite a resurgence yet, but a resounding victory in their first in his first game of his tenure, four 0 at Deepdale. They're currently 150 to one to win the league, but it is a bit of a tall order with uh, with Burnley's 19 point gap in at third place at the minute. Yeah, so <laughs> enough of that. <laughs> it will be back next week. I'm not sure how many questions I could think of, but it will be back next week. <laughs> This is the second tier betting show, though. What we're going to do is we're going to give you our three best punts for the championship action action this weekend, hopefully bringing you some winners. We've got Naps, Next Best, Long Shot, and the cheeky millionaires punt making a return this weekend uh, for this weekend. But before that, remember, this is a gambling podcast. Gambling does come with serious risks, so please, please gamble responsibly. So, enough of that. Let's crack on. Matthew, what have you got as your nap for this weekend? Yes, I'm delving into a bit of a rivalry. I don't know. I don't know if you can class it as a rivalry, but on Sunday, Sunderland versus Borough, I'm going over 2.5 goals, which is even with most of these. Yeah, it's landed in um, 8 out of 13 home games for Sunderland, 11 out of 14 for Borough away games, which makes them the best in the league for this. Oh, in away games and overall. 
Sunderland home games average 2.53 a game. Barrow away average a massive 3.21. And then recent form backs it up as well. Six of Sunderland's last seven home have seen this land. And last eight Barrow away games have seen it. And it's landed in eight of their last nine in all competitions with their one nil win over Millwall last weekend, the only the only sport in that nine. Both teams are packed with a talent attacking talent, like Sunderland have got Stewart, Diallo, Roberts, Farahavakpon, Force is coming into form, Isaiah Jones, got Ryan Giles providing. So I think it'll be a very open game in front of the T V cameras. Defences might crumble a bit, so I think yeah, over two point five goals at evens for bet fifty five to my nap. Yeah, I love it. Sunderland have been the uh, the team to go to when it comes to goals recently, and a nice round evens is always. Uh, we were saying it's always very very satisfying, isn't it? That's, that's the main that's the main reason I picked it. The <laughs> evens, I've got to do that. Yeah, my naps also even money with three six five. I'm taking Watford to overcome the minus one. Asian handicap as they host Rotherham. I'll start with the visitors, the Millers. They have the, well, they have the second highest conversion rate in the league, which took me by surprise. Behind only Burnley, their issue is they don't have many shots. In fact, they average the fewest in the division, 8.3 per game. Away from home, they are very, very stinky as well. Second worst in the league overall, 11 points from 14. And they've lost their last three shipping eight and scoring zero in that time. Uh, Watford, yeah, I, I feel like I say it every week because I've had a lot of bets relating to the Hornets over the season. Um, just, I'm just really struggling to get a read on them. They've lost half of the last six and won the other half. Um, but they have got undeniable quality, Sar and Co. And I just think they will have too much at home. Um, as they host a really, really poor Rotherham side. They haven't kicked on since they lost um, uh, Paul Warren. Uh, and the shock victory, I say shock, um, I'd say it was a shock 4-0 over Blackburn. The shock victory last uh, Saturday in the early kickoff isn't fooling me. I think it'll be a crash back to reality in the capital this weekend. Um, a quick word on the Asian handicap, the minus one. You get your stake back if Watford win by one. And if they win by more, the bet's a winner. So that'll do for me. Thank you very much. Even money, Watford to overcome a minus one handicap on the Asian handicap. What have you got, Matthew, for your next best selection? I just wanted to add something on your nap quickly. We discussed yeah. earlier, Rotherham had eight shots for a 0.45 XG against Blackburn. So it was a very smash and grab. Well, I don't know if you can call it a 4-0 smash and grab, but... yeah. Must have just been very clinical. They had eight shots again, the average, but it's just, I think, a freak result, which, as you said, can't read too much into it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the thing that the consensus is at Rotherham with, with the fans is they're not actually, uh, the problem is not taking chances, it's creating them. Uh, and I think yeah. that performance, while it was a freak result, was a, was a good example of that. But it's just not sustainable, is it? Particularly not away from home. So. No. But, um, Onto my next best. Again, it's a boring goal shout and it's evens again. QPR versus Swansea over 2.5 goals, which is, as I said, evens with most bookies. There's a very interesting battle here. It's mid-table, both pushing players. 11th week, 12th. Um, QPR over 2.5 goals has landed in 8 out of 13 home games, which is highest for home games in the league. 
landed an 8 out of 14 away for Swansea, which is third most in the league away. QPR home games average over 2.5 per game, and Swansea's away average 2.85. And then, as I said, the other game, form backs it as well. The last five Swansea games have seen this land in the league, and three of these were away. And then three of QPR's last five games in all competitions saw this land. Like, so they've, they've been conceding and scoring goals, both teams. And as I said, for the Borough game, QPR have so much talent and they're boosted by Willett being back fit, Chair being back from the World Cup. And then obviously Swansea have the informed Cooper, Joel Peru. So both have got goals in abundance for both elite golf fans. So I think over 2.5 goals that even is a nice price. Yeah, I love it. The Just thinking about it when you were speaking, even um, for overs, for, for Swansea and Sunderland, certainly, it, it like immediately just strikes me as as a, as a touch too big. Just with, with the uh, the way them two sides games have been going, so I really like both your first two selections. My next best is West Brom with a plus one head start. That's just on the normal handicap because that's one point seven five with Betway. It's the same as double chance and the same as a half a goal start in the Asian handicap. But those two bets. And marginally shorter at 1.73 across most bookies. So if you want to squeeze that extra bit of well, that 0.02 extra bit of a price, and you've got Betway, they're back on them, but it's only marginally shorter elsewhere. So essentially, the bet is West Brom to get a result at Burnley at Turf Moor on Friday night. Now, we touched on it in the intro. Burnley are five points clear at the top of the table. Five points clear of Sheffield United in second. 19 points clear of third place. The standout performers in the division, without a doubt. But I do have my reservations about them. I I don't know if it's just because I'm a Sheffield United fan. But the data-wise, they are and they have been running on hot all season long, outperforming all aspects of that underlying data. The best example of this is the goal difference is 28, but their expected goal difference is 10.67. So uh, if, even if you round that up to 11, that's a 17 goal swing in their favour. Um, another interesting thing I found um, looking at this this sort of XG data was 29% of their 17 league victories have come when they've failed to generate a greater XG than their opponents. That's happened in the last three of their victories. Um, the most eye-catching example of that for me was the 5-1 win over Wigan. Um, Burnley racked up an XG of 1.4 and they conceded an XG of 1.8. So they lost the XG battle by almost half a goal, but won 5-1. Now, they certainly have quality. They've got a great manager and I, like, I just can't give enough plaudits for the job he's doing there. But there's no denying they've been so... Well, fortune has favoured them heavily this far. And I just don't think this purple patch is sustainable. Now, on to the baggies. Since Carlos Coburn took the reins at the Hawthorns, they've won 10 of their 13 games in all competitions. They drew against um, Chesterfield in the FA Cup. Only just scraped um, a replay, by the way, in that one. But the other two defeats, the first one came in Coburn's first game against Sheffield United and that was only four days into his um, tenor so it was like he hadn't had any chance to implement his ethos his ideas any time to work with the players on the training pitch and the other defeat came at Coventry 
and and that goal came from the spot deep into injury time. So the the overlying um, form and process and upwards trajectory for West Brom looks really really good. And if you look at the league, if you custom the dates and look at the league since Colbrand took charge, only Sheffield Sheffield United have taken more points than West Brom over that period. So there may be an 18-point gulf between them and Burnley, but there's there's not that much between these sides. So I think getting them around 1.75, 1.73 elsewhere to get a result at Burnley, all things considered, is a really, really good price. And uh, that's my next bet selection. So... Um, so we're doing this on on Zoom, um, and I, I I cut you short last time, didn't I? When you had something to add, I didn't want to do it again. Yeah, it's no, it's a bit of delay, so I didn't know whether. <laughs> Anything to add? No, I was just going to say, yeah, we've been very impressed with West Brom and DK coming back. It helps, and he's fully rested after being like not playing against Chesterfield, so they they look very strong. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think it'd be a cracking game, and I'm. I really like the fact that United and Burnley are playing sort of, well, it's slightly staggered, but basically simultaneously on Friday. I don't know why, but it, it should just should just make for a fun, fun watch. So, into the juicy bit, the best part of the show, we've got long shots, and we call it a millionaire's punt. It's only, it's only around 8,000... 9,000 to 1 this week, so sorry, it's not going to be quite get you a million quid, but it'll be a start if it lands. Matthew, what have you got for your long shot first this uh, this weekend? Yeah, so I'm going back to the Swansea QPR game, which obviously I'm a big fan of for goals, and I'm going for a player back to score before. I didn't cop when I backed it, but I'm going in again at Oli Cooper's score, which is at sixes with that 365. He's got... um. Three goals in his last four games. Like he got one against Burnley in the league, Sunderland in the league, and Bristol City in the cup. He's got uh, five and fifteen league starts this season, so averaging one in three starts. I think six is a big prize. Um, <clears throat> also, he's a purple patch player. For this run of games, he didn't score in nine of this, not in nine games, and then before just before this, he had three and four again. So he'll, he'll go through patches. So I'm hoping to catch him on his on his good run. He's taken over Fembi's role in the squad just off the road because uh, his rumours is off, so he's playing way more advanced. And as I said earlier, QPR have been a lot leakier recently. He's seen two plus in quite a few games. And Cooper's is very clinical. Against Sunderland, he had one shot, one goal. Burnley, two shots, one goal. So it doesn't take much for him to score. He can score uh, in, in the blink of an eye. So I think, yes, yeah, I think it's a good prize worth backing with a man in form. Sixes to score in a game, I think there'll be goals at. Yeah, I love that. Love the phrase purple pack play as well. I'm gonna nab that. You love My, that, don't you? Yeah, I did. I'm all over that. My long shot is from the other Friday night game, my beloved Sheffield United host Hull. And I'm, I've got to admit, I'm late to the party with this one. I should have backed it last week. I was a huge advocate of this bet all the last season, all the time in the Premier League. So that I let myself down and the listeners down by not just not cottoning on to it last week. I don't know what I was doing, but it's Bogle anytime goal score is fifteen to two this week with three six five. Now I've seen a slip. I, I'm gonna get onto it, but he bagged a brace last weekend. 
it makes me a little bit sick to think about because uh, I just feel what an opportunity missed. I've seen a slip. He was 200 to 1 with Sky Bet to score the brace. Now, I think that puts him around 12 to 1, 12, between 12 to 1 and 16 to 1 last weekend to score, um, which was just huge, huge prices. He's got three in two, including the, the uh, penultimate game in the FA Cup. It is worth noting that two of those goals were aided by deflections. Um, but he, he, he's always been... Um, He's always been good for shots. Uh, he's had six in two home games since returning from injury. Um, and in, in in the Premier League un, uh, under Wilder, he was he was obviously our wing back, but a huge uh, offensive threat. Uh, often taking positions, actively tucking in from the wing to get into good positions from crosses. In the Championship, particularly under Heckingbottom, the sort of territorial suffocation. I don't know it's Sheffield United do where it's it's sort of they get bodies up the pitch and they trap the opposition in. The way he operates, he's more as a right winger, particularly with the rotations of the sort of centre backs are wide and with Berg or McAtee or Indai find themselves in spaces out wide. He, he, he gets get into a lot of narrow, good positions in that right hand side of the area, which is where he has most of his shots from and where he scored two right deflections from. Well, all three of his goals recently have come from similar positions. Uh, George Baldock's out. He's out for a while, so there's no doubt Bogle will start. And a quick word on the opposition. Hull have conceded 85% of their 27 league games. They top, they're in the top seven for shots conceded in the league. It's worth noting they have tightened up since Rosinha, uh, Liam Rosinha's took the reins. But I just think Bogle's hot streak trumps the Tigers' slight defensive revival. And um, yeah, fifteen to two, a lot shorter than it has been. I feel like we're late to the party on this one, but still, absolutely a price, a price worth taking given his form. You could, so, you could say Bogle in a bit of a purple patch, couldn't you? <laughs> Genius. I was waiting for you to say it, but you didn't. Well, you, I didn't think of it to be honest. You've done it again. Right. Right, and then for the millionaires, I've gone for... Oh, I've lost it now. Um, I've got it. The art... Oh, dear. You want to do it for me? Cause I've, I've Have you got it? The note of it? Well, I'll, I'll um, tell it, and then you can pick up from there. Yeah. It's in the Sunderland Borough game. Your man, Amid Diallo, to score any time. Hubert Akbom to score any time. Over one card for each team. Sunderland and Borough, obviously, and over four corners, so at least five for each team. Eight-five to one with three-six-five. Yes, um, both teams average high corners home and away. Borough plays a lot of whip. Don't know if Jones is going to play, but I'd like to get out wide to Charles and that leads to a lot of corners. Sunderland, Sunderland let us down last week in the long shot of corners, but the red card fucked it. But they've got players like Roberts, Diallo, a lot of whip, so I can see corners, a bit of rivalry. On TV, I can just see it being a bit feisty. And what I was just going to say on the long shot, I forgot to. Um, a Cooper and Diallo goal double at thirty-three to one, bet three six five. It's a nice price for two goal scoring attacking midfielders. So that's what, what can we class that as? Not the millionaire, not the long shot, the the half millionaire. I think we yes. can call that. That's my selection for that Cooper and Diallo thirty-three to one. 
Beautiful, yeah. Yeah, that's just a sneaky little, a sneaky little punt there in their body as well. Yeah, my um, my leg of the millionaire's punt is a bogle brace. I just waxed lyrical about about how we sort of <laughs> late to the party, and I'm looking for lightning to strike, try to strike twice here. Um, it's a hundred to one with three six five. As I said, he's been in five form recently, and one of the Sheffield United's. <laughs> Well, there's a there's an abundance of him, but one of the main offensive threats, and like I said, uh, about him bagging any time, he just gets himself into tons of good positions and three shots in each of his two home appearances so far this season. So, uh, yeah, my leg of the bogle, uh, my leg of the long shot is a bogle brace, and our two selections combine with bet three six five at eight thousand six hundred and eighty five to one. So, a fiver. Will return you a cool forty-three and a half thousand pounds if you fancy it. Like that at all. Yeah, you'll take that, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, every day of the week. <laughs> Sweet. So before we go, Matthew, can you just wrap up, uh, rattle through your selections for this weekend? Yeah, sure. So the nap is Sunderland versus Middlesbrough over two point five goals at evens. Next best. QPR Swansea over 2.5 goals at evens. Long shot is Cooper to score at 5 to 1 for Bet365. A sort of half millionaire long, long shot is Cooper and Diallo to score at 33 to 1. And the millionaire was Diallo and Akpom to score 5 plus corners each, 2 plus cards each at 85 ish. Beautiful. Uh, my selections for this weekend. My nap is Watford with a minus one handicap on the Asian line. That's even money with Bet365. Next best is West Brom with a goal head start on the normal handicap. That's marginally longer with Betway than it is double chance on generally across the bookmakers. And my long shot is Jaden Bogle to score any time in Sheffield United's game against Hull. That's 8.5 with Bet365. And for my leg of the millionaires, I'm combining uh, Bogle Brace with Matthew's selection. Uh, and with three, with 365, that is, and that's over 8,000 to one if you fancy a shot at a lot of money. I was just looking at the championship fixtures because we're trying to work out when we're going to be back. It gets a bit confusing next week because there's obviously the FA Cup fourth round. So it's a really shriveled docket. I can only see three games, three championship games. So I think the following Friday and the following weekend we'll be back. So I'm not sure if there's enough for us to go out next week, but we'll have a look and reassess. But if not, it'll be a couple of weeks time so Matthew thank you for your time today it's been a pleasure pleasure as always to mate sweet and uh, listener we will be back if not next week the week after enjoy your weekend and good luck mm-hmm.